0: Did you ever feel like you were a captive in your own house without the bars being there and without being told, no, you can't go do something? It always seems like every time you went and did something with other friends or family, that there was an issue, that there was something that happened that made it seem not worth it. That made it seem like it is too hard or too much of a pain to be able to do this or invest in you because of what's going on at home. You might be dealing with some covert isolation. We're gonna dive into that today. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-Day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you haven't had a chance, please just go on today and just look at it. And claritychallenge.net, listen to some of the survivors that have gone through the challenge and see if it's the right fit for you. It's one of the last days of this month to be able to sign up for it, for you to be able to find yourself and be able to move forward into healing. You also need to get to a place where you have a community, where you have people that understand what you're dealing with. Part of the reason why we focus a lot on community, whether that's in the NARCAP or in the Challenges or in the Thriver community, like the whole point of community is to help people get to the place, as we're talking today, out of the isolation. Because you might be at the place where you don't have friends, where you haven't been able to see your family, where you you feel shame for being able to take time to work on yourself or to just spend like a fun time with other people so we're going to talk about this aspect of covert isolation some of the tactics that are being used the impact it has with you and then how to deal with it so covert isolation when we're talking about isolation we're talking about solitary confinement we're talking about uh, where you're kept under lock and key you know that's what we talk about when you talk about isolation When we bring that into a relationship, it still matters about the same along the lines of being separate or you being excluded from certain things. You see, when you're with a narcissist, the goal ends up being is to keep you from all the other people. You might be wondering, why? Like, what's the point of that? Well, the narcissist wants to keep you from all the other people to keep you for themselves. Think of it for this instance when we talk about supply. When we talk about getting something from another person, the narcissist is looking at you as being a form of supply, being a form of a person that they can get and they can receive something from you. So as a result, they're like, I would want to keep this to myself so I can always get whatever I want from this person whenever I want it. That's some of the crux of the idea of this aspect of isolation is unlimited supply for the narcissist. Like, I get you all to myself to get everything I want to pump up my ego, my shallow worth, and continue to move forward with the mass that I've created. This is the part that is like a soul-sucking experience. This aspect of the narcissist has you under lock and key, not necessarily physically, but more mentally where you can't leave or you can't do things with other people because you think it has to be all about them. Now, a lot of times when you talk about this isolation, it is very covert. It's not something where the narcissist is locking you in the house. We're talking more sociopath and psychopath at that point. It's not that they're telling you, no, you can't go out with your friends or no, you can't spend time with your family. These are more subtle tactics. They're more of these small things to be able to discourage and to be able to punish you into a place where you fall in line. Where you fall in line, you're willing to submit to whatever they want, and you give up your sense of worth, your self-esteem, your self-development, your self-care, your interactions with friends and family, and you start to pull back, and you think that you're all alone with the narcissist because that's the lie that they've created for you to believe. So many of you are stuck in this lie. You're stuck with this mindset that, one, you're all alone, and that you, no one else is dealing with the same thing, and that's 100% false. Even at the time of this recording, I think there's like 40,000 people that follow just on YouTube. You're not alone. There's a lot of people going through the same thing. You'll see in the comments, people will write, that's me. That's me. I struggle with this. This happened to me too because you're not alone, but you want to believe that you're alone because of a lie that's been told to you by the narcissist. There's a lie that you've been ascribed to because of the relationship that you've been in. And so understanding that and being able to take a step back and be like, wait a second, let's actually challenge that. Let's look at the tactics that the narcissist used to be able to get get you to the place where you're isolated. These aren't all of them, but I want to highlight three tactics today. Number one is this victim tactic. This victim tactic is meant to put a place where the narcissist, it feels like they're a victim because you're spending time with other people. This aspect of like, I thought you loved me. Like, don't you want to spend time with me? Like, I want to spend time with you, but like, you are always busy. And you start to be like, wait a second, like, this doesn't seem to make sense. But the narcissist will start to hurt, like plays like, oh, I'm a hurt person to have you have guilt. So you won't go out. And the thing that typically happens, not always, but typically happens is it'll get you to a place where you're like, fine, I won't go out with my friends. I'll cancel. And then you cancel and you sit at home and... They sit on the couch, watching TV or playing video games or whatever it might be, but not engaging with you. At that point, it gets you to be like, what's the point of this? It gets you frustrated sometimes because then you're like, I don't get this. But then if you bring it up, then there's frustration. Then there's rage. Then there's a bunch of stuff that happens. and You're like, okay. But this whole aspect is the narcissist will play the victim to try to make you feel like guilty because you're spending time with other people and not with them. We see this happen time and time again, and oftentimes you give so much of yourself. We're talking about people who work 50, 60 hours a week, and then on the weekends, they're traveling multiple hours to be able to see the narcissist, and as a result, they're never able to see anybody else because the narcissist is playing it a certain way to isolate you from other people, to isolate you from friends, from family. The second tactic that I want to highlight is the discouragement tactic. Why would you want to hang out with them? Like, you don't need them. You spend so much time with them already. Like, I feel like you're obsessed with your family currently. This is where they start to triangulate you against other people. Where the narcissist starts to implant different words or ideas to be able to bring you down, to bring that thought process down, to be able to put a sliver of doubt in your mind that that might not be the best thing to do. Like, you don't need them. Did you hear what they said about you? Sometimes we'll see these small, subtle things that they'll start to plant. But the narcissist will start to plant stuff in your mind and in the minds of the other people. Sometimes communicating half-truths, sometimes twisting it just enough to be able to put this piece there, this rub. You know, I just, I don't, really, I don't really care for your friends. Like something's off about so-and-so. Like put another person down, starting to discourage those friendships that you've had for years. With this, oftentimes a narcissist is planting this piece of doubt pitting you against another person, you against family, you against whoever it might be, putting this little piece of doubt to be able to slowly push you away from other people and to pull you back to themselves. So they come across as a victim, they'll come across as discouraging for you, and they'll also come across as punishment. When it's punishment, a lot of times you'll see it as rage and hate. You'll see it as this big thing that happens. You're like, can't believe that you actually did this. Like there's this rage and hate. It doesn't always look like that though. Sometimes it comes out in the covert side. The covert punishment is this passive aggressiveness. The small digs and the subtle things that they say to make you feel bad for spending time with friends or family. To make you feel bad for investing in yourself, whatever it might be. It's not these things that are grandiose and overt all the time, but it can be very small, very subtle to make you believe something that you shouldn't believe, that they're not worth it, that the people that you spend time with aren't good enough or whatever it might be. And as a result, slowly isolates you back to the narcissist. So a lot of times we'll see these punishment tactics. Sometimes it won't be even like something that you see. It'll be the silent treatment. Like it'll be the person being extremely quiet. and You're just like, what's wrong? Like nothing. I'm good. And you're like, but something's off. I can feel an energy shift of like something actually happening different. Like I can tell you're frustrated, but you just won't actually bring it up or like tell me and they can tell there's a difference, but the narcissist won't tell you because the whole idea is showing you that the decision that you just made for yourself has consequences. And the goal is slowly punishing you to the place where you're under their submission, you're under their control, and you no longer want to go out and be with other people because they have complete and control and have you in isolation. As you can imagine with everything we're talking through and what you've experienced or felt, it impacts a lot. Because at this stage of the game, you might be struggling to even identify this aspect, to identify that you're even isolated. But you start to realize that like, the words don't seem to be able to figure out, like the, you can't even put the words together when you try to talk to this. Like when you try to explain to people, they're just like, what are you talking about? Like, you're just like, wait a second, there's like a disconnect. And it feels like you're stuck. It feels like you're on life support, like you're only able to interact with this one person, you can't interact with anybody else, that you can't get free. You might feel this place where you're like alone, you're crazy, you're helpless, you're just like, I don't know what to do because you've been told a lie so many times that you can't interact with other people, but it wasn't overt, like you can't do this, it was subtle, to the place that you feel like you don't have any friends, you don't have any family. You might even have the narcissist telling you you don't have friends, you don't have family, and projecting that idea onto you to keep you isolated. There's so many different ways that a lot of times a narcissist will try to deal, try to put this on you so that you start to think, oh yeah, I am. And you're perfectly capable to have those friends and family, but the narcissist ends up punishing you instead. So they'll discourage you, they'll play the victim, they'll punish you. It impacts a ton of different things. How do we actually deal with it? Okay. Know that you're allowed to talk to other people. I know like this seems like super simple, but like some of you need to start at the basics of like, it's okay. It's okay to be able to talk to other people and to be able to talk to other people about what's going on. Like... You need to understand, like, it is all right to say, hey, you can do this. The narcissist a lot of times will say, don't tell others. Like, don't tell them about our relationship. Like, this is just for us. And the reason why narcissists will say that is because a narcissist is afraid that other people that you have in your life will see the toxicity, will call it out and be able to help you get free. They don't want that. You're at the place you're struggling, trying to figure this out. Like, how do I develop my independence? How do I work on confidence to be able to leave, to be able to work through this, to be able to get out of this isolation? You might be struggling with like knowing who you are, like a direction of like, I don't even know where to go. I want to invite you today to go into the 45-day Clarity Challenge. It starts here in just a day. Claritychallenge.net. Sign up right now, you can be able to start your journey, 45 days to break free, to start to heal, to be able to rewire your mindset, to get free. That is what we're doing every single day with people that we talk to, with clients that are in the Clarity Challenge, that are in multiple communities and things like that to help them move forward and to break that trauma bond, reduce those triggers, and take back their power of who they actually are versus who they've been taught to believe they are from a toxic person.